Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. He konai purangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Twenty twenty two marks the seventy fifth anniversary of the NZSO. To celebrate, we're asking ten New Zealanders to talk about a piece of music that sparks an emotional connection. And we're pairing them with ten musicians from the NZSO who have their own intimate understanding of how the music works. I am in some ways homesick for England. Dame Kitty Dekano's career has taken her all over the globe, but England has been the scene of many of her greatest triumphs. While New Zealand is my home and I was born here, Betsy Elgar and Nimrod brings back the lovely memories of all those years that I spent and worked in England and the world. Edward Elgar is a quintessentially English composer. I left New Zealand when I was only 21. My very beginning years were quite uh, short in New Zealand, and my main years that I spent were in England. Nimrod is the ninth of Elgar's 14 Enigma variations. So, of course, it brings back the lovely memories and nostalgia that I feel for Great Britain. From Bird of Paradise, the NZSO and RNZ, this is Crescendo. I'm Clarissa Dunn. Feels sort of in lots of ways disloyal because you shouldn't be feeling homesick for a country that is not yours, yet they opened their heart to me and gave me the most amazing life there. Dame Kitty Dekano's 1971 performance as the Countess in the Marriage of Figaro at the Royal Opera House Covent Garden made her an overnight star. A decade later, 600 million people heard her sing Handel's Let the Bright Seraphim at the wedding of Prince Charles to Lady Diana Spencer in St Paul's Cathedral in London. It was, once again, a very strange feeling because they said, now you can't say anything and you can tell no one, but you have been asked to sing for His Royal Highness, of course, at the wedding of Prince Charles and Lady Diana Spencer. And I thought, gosh, this is amazing. And then as time went on, when there was an amazing sort of amount of energy going into that wedding, the whole of England and the world were looking at this wedding. And I was sort of going to be there in it. And so there was all those very strange emotions of being in that very, very special place and being in a very special moment of that ceremony. I look at some of the pictures, here I am sitting in the the royal car with Her Majesty the Queen going to church. How many people do that? You know, a a little girl from nowhere in New Zealand adopted with all the hopes of New Zealand behind me on age 21. Playing Elgar's Nimrod can be an emotional experience as well. Well, it is an incredibly moving piece. It has extraordinary shape and dynamic range 
And I think for everybody who has a beating heart, it conveys deep emotions and sentiment every time it's played. Bridget O'Megan plays cello in the NZSO. I've probably played Nimrod, oh, easily 15 to 20 times, 30 times, maybe 50 times over my lifetime. And I get this extraordinary physical sensation that I can't actually bring on myself. It comes very deeply from within, and it's usually in the middle when the orchestra is all going together and you're really at the height of this movement because it starts off very, very softly. Elgar has written three pianos at the beginning and he goes back to three pianos at the end with this huge emotional and audio climax in the middle. special because of the deep and compelling emotions that it conveys and it brings on in human beings. I don't know if Algar himself quite realised that. He may have. And I remember listening to a really wonderful radio programme on Elgar. He was finding it very difficult to write that piece of music. And he was going through very deep thoughts, and I think, in fact, I think there was some sort of depression in it. He didn't study formally. He, I think he struggled financially, and um, I think he lost a child at a very early age, which would have been tragic for him, and I suspect that in many ways he wouldn't have ever come to terms with that. And I would say that that music would have, and composition would have given him an emotional re- release to actually express his deepest and most thoughts. And the way that he rose the so-called temperature to the music up to where you, you, you felt wonderful, then he dropped it down again, and you felt a sort of a drop in your heart and your emotions again, and then he brought you back up again to, to feel what he was feeling and how he was feeling and how he, he, I could feel that he has dropped his, his own emotions by, by relieving him, I suppose, of the stress of his life and his, and his depression. And and that's what it does to me. It brings me in, but it also makes me feel happy and it makes, makes me feel very sad. Some compositions or composers or um, editions of music are somewhat approximated in the intentions of the, uh, in terms of the composer, but Elgar wrote exactly what he wanted. So he wrote three pianos at the beginning, and he meant it. So you have to whisper in. And that is actually very difficult. But if you get that really, really whispering sound, it's magic right from the first note. And E-flat, though it's not an easy key for the cello, it's gorgeous. It's a lovely key to play music in. Oh yes, it's lovely. I, I can hear. I can hear it as I see it. I can hear it, and I can. I can play it. I can hear it all, all at once.
I love his work. In fact, I will now go and listen to as much Elgar as I can possibly listen to. I have it in the car all the time. I have most of his music in the car, so I drive long, long hours to Auckland and back again, so I can listen to lots and lots and lots of Nimrod and Elgar. So I'll just wallow myself in, in lots of Elgar for the next couple of weeks. Crescendo was presented by me, Clarissa Dunn. Produced and written by Noel McCarthy for Bird of Paradise Productions, with a sound mix by Mark Chesterman. Kakite ano. Botox Cosmetic, Atabatulinum Toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.